All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Time now for Coming In Hot. With Brent Wallace and former Ottawa Senators Bobby Ryan and Jason York. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot. Brent Wallace alongside two guys that shop at the same place. In fact, I just think that you guys like being teammates, that you always want to wear the same uniform. This is, it hasn't been planned three days in a row, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I had the same shirt on. I can't go back to back. People will think I'm a slob. <laughs> That's just... I didn't know you bought everything at Eddie Bauer. It's York. easy to match with me because I, I just swipe through the same four sweatshirts when I'm home. <laughs> Eddie Bauer. Is Eddie Bauer still even open? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What are you going? You go on outlet shopping in the States? That, Remember, you, no, you go up in upstate New York, every single outlet has an Eddie Bauer in it. LLB. That's so uh, true. Yeah. And polo as well, right? Or Tommy Hill. Yeah, they usually have a polo. There's uh, one at Tanger, oh, Yorkie. You're an Eddie Bauer kind of guy, Wally. That's yeah, yeah I'm a big Eddie Bauer. guy. Yeah, you are. Come on. Did I see something? Have you guys been to the Tanger lately after that golf place opened? The golf place. There's a golf one at Canada Centrum. Uh, Is that what simulator? I Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Is it just I haven't gone to it, but it looks huge. It like looks the, incredible. Yeah. So yeah. uh, no, the big the big news around the Tanger outlets in Canada for our auto listeners is a what's it called Chick Fil A is coming. Whoa! Yeah. Right, that's, that's a game changer. It's a game changer. <laughs> it's not that. It's not. It's no big deal. 
Are you? Are it's you? It's pretty nuts? healthy, Wally. Like, <laughs> if you're on a road trip and you pull over, like they actually come on. Nice, yeah, like I why the waffle mean. fries have less salt on them? Like, what do you mean? They've got a great side salad that's a little kale salad, so you kale feel good. About good. You feel good about yourself after. They have. They've got one in uh, I think Kitchener or something. They have them in Ontario. Dude, I well, I yeah. could bury a 12 piece with some waffle fries any day of the week. <laughs> like, no, no questions asked, no problem. Uh okay, fine. Gentlemen, we got we got a lot of work to do at the end of the show. We are going to pick what our records are gonna what the Sens record's gonna be for the final 35 games. We're also gonna get to our lock of the day. Uh, but mm-hmm. we do have our guest waiting, and so I don't well, want to because he'll get grumpy he can, be, too. he can be a little ornery, and I don't want him to get off on the wrong foot here. Because he's going to, hopefully, by the end of the show, apologize to me. For what? I, Is there a we'll story speak. here? I want. I would just. All I right. just want an apology. Uh, yeah. So let, quit. Quit trying to be a victim. There's enough of that going around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to it. This show is always proudly brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, over 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. Super knowledgeable. Uh, don't forget, guys, it is uh, six days left until Valentine's Day. Uh, custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and unbeatable pricing policy. Valentine's Day, again, uh, fast approaching. Or for any special occasion, go to Charm Diamond Centers as they are the crown jewel of beautiful ju- pieces of jewelry, including a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 for their instant in-store financing. For more, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. And as always, the show is brought to you by our good friends at BEI, Bonisher Excavating, the heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. When planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs, uh, including all things like hot mix paving, custom crushing and screening. They move stuff. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or at 613-432-1120. Helping to shape Ottawa Valley and their hiring as things kick up for the summer. Slow down in the construction zones, please. Thank you to our friends at BEI. Nice, nice. I need a house demolished, by the way. It's uh, it is a <laughs> this thing I bought is a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> Battlegrounds axe throwing. If you're looking for a fun night out, then check out Battlegrounds axe throwing. Great for the family, couples, and corporate groups. Kids 12 and up can throw, accompanied by an agar- by a guardian. If you're looking for the ultimate birthday party, team building event, or just having a fantastic date night with your significant other, then it's time to visit Battle Axe Throwing, located at 2615 Lancaster Road. It's safe. It's fun. It requires no practice. Just come to a Battlegrounds Axe Throwing facility, and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you to hit those targets safely. You can book at battlegrounds.com. Uh, and of course, I'd like to welcome to the show our good friend uh, Douglas Mattress. Uh, of course, you can go to d- douglasma.ca. Uh, they are named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. Unrivaled comfort and feel, motion isolation, sleeps cool, relieves pressure points, great value. Uh, loved by more than 200,000 Canadians. Experience the industry leading 365 night risk free trial. Don't like it? Just get a full refund, no questions asked. And every order comes with the Sleep Comfort Bundle, two memory foam pillows with pillow protectors, one luxurious cotton sheet set, and one mattress protector. That's a $650 value when you order a Douglas mattress. Now, go to douglas.ca slash coming in hot and check it out. Plus, I just need a favor. Just all of you go there and use the uh, URL douglas.ca slash coming in hot. Uh, they'll think that we're doing a great job, and then they'll give us more money. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> My family's very own whiskey. Barrel-aged and set apart. Marked with VO. Artfully blended. Impeccably crafted. As a wedding gift to my son. 
for the bride and groom. And now, over a century later, from our very own family to yours, a legacy rooted in whiskey. Seagram's VO, growing deeper, reaching out, raising a glass to your legacy. Seagram's VO, make it your very own. There he is. Uh, <laughs> one of the happiest people I've ever interviewed in my life, Sean McCachron. Welcome to the show. I appreciate that. Thank you, Brent. That. <laughs> hey, are you in, are you in the guest cabin? No, no, I'm in my attic. Up in the attic. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get out of the way. It's a very Boston thing. <laughs> I like that battle axe commercial. I think good team building back in back in Ottawa. Right? Yeah. And the coach yeah. have to get the axe. Oh, it's, hey, it's, <laughs> don't hey, go Matt, there on a losing streak. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's probably better than playing blindfolded soccer. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, it'd be more fun. <laughs> was that a Jacques right? thing? Who did? Was that Perry Pern? That was Perry Pern. That was one of Perry, the Perry bring those, yeah, those guys did all team building. We'd go on the road for like camp or we'd be someplace. He'd bring them in. They were great, though. I, I like them a lot. They were good. What was the Blind worst one that you ever did? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We had, did a bunch of them. They came in a lot. They were good guys. We had to do those, those yep. like skis. We had like a two by 12 and ropes on them. And you had like six or seven guys walk at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that yeah. was probably, that was, they, every time we went to do it, it was like, oh, we got to do this again. It was all right. Once we get, once we get to it. And they'd make us watch the Lou Holtz motivational tape. And then the British lions. Remember the British lions? But the, I, I, still the, show, I show Lou Holtz tapes to my team. Oh, you do? Hey? Yeah. And I still have I have the British Lions one. Perry Perry like uh, burnt it on a, a CD, one of those old school, not eight track, but it's a CD. <laughs> have you heard of this? Have you heard it, Bob? Have you seen any of those ones, Bob? No, I haven't. The, I the haven't British, at all. The British Lions is about it's it's like a rugby team, and it and it, and it shows their their journey and their story. It's a it's a great it's a great team building thing. But they they made us watch it every year. Who did they had to play the All Blacks, right? They played the All Blacks, and it's their story of of what they did and their teamwork and their culture and all that. It's actually pretty cool. I think that I think there's a net Netflix special on that tournament now. You can you can go through the whole tournament with like uh, I think there's Wales and Scotland and a bunch of other teams. I turned it on the other. You know what? It's funny. It just because it, it's not old, eh? It just kind of oh, came out great. recently. Yeah. All right. I had it on the other day in the background. I'll have to go back and pay some attention to it. But it they was just, just get kinda... the shit kicked out of each other. It's unbelievable how, how yeah, tough they do. <laughs> yes, They're they so do. Tough. <laughs> uh, uh, McEachern, speaking of of watching stuff, have, have, do you guys get to watch the uh, Alex Degg thing? I don't think you can see it on Amazon in the U.S. Have you seen the documentary? No, but Yoki called me last week about doing this, and uh, he said that the the Daggy interview was really good. So I tried to find it on Amazon, and it's not out yet. Down, we here, don't have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, are you great interview with you guys though? It was. Yeah, good. you like you like yeah, it? it. That was great. Um, it's funny. I watched. I watched it last night. Uh, man, have have you seen it, Bob? Daggy's it. No, no, we don't get it. I'm. Are you are you in Boston, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down in Nashville, so the U.S. Amazon Prime doesn't have it yet. Uh, Someone yeah. in the chat says ESPN Plus has it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, but I'll tell you, I watched it last night, fellows. It is really good. Really good. Like Daggy's, well it's really well. And it's it's short. It's about 50 minutes. You meet his dad who passed away. And it's actually, it's a little bit sad, but it's yeah. it's really good storytelling. I, I would recommend anybody to watch it. I'll I, enjoyed, it I enjoyed your interview with Daggy. It was great. That's oh, like, he was, that's oh, how Daggy was, too. He's a great guy. So he I was going to ask really you what it was him. like to play with him, just being you're you're inside it because of all the stuff that's going on around it. Like, what do you remember about it? 
Um, I just remember because I was in uh, Boston and it was kind of I get traded to Ottawa. I think the day I get traded, um, Sports Illustrated said Ottawa was the worst franchise in all of pro sports. Yes. My wife and we just had a baby. My wife's crying. I'm like, holy shit, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> was that was that article from 2018 or? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but the uh, I got there and Gauthier was uh, was the, the the ghost was the GM and Jock was the uh, coach and Perry Pern and and um, Craig Ramsey. I mean, I best place I played in a lot. Like I love playing for those guys. It was a lot of fun, but. Uh, I just remember Daggy, Daggy and Bonk and, and Yash, all those guys kind of taking it all the time. I mean, there'd be the articles in the paper about, you know, the only thing that floated more than Bonk was, was the, uh, the, the the blimp around the rink and all this other stuff. And it was kind of sad because those guys were all by themselves. All these other guys come in the lead top picks and they're playing with high-end players, you know, and those guys were, you know, not yeah. playing with the best players and guys like me. But the um, – <laughs> <laughs> Daggy, like they handled it pretty good. Like Bonky always had a tough time with the with the uh, with with the um, the newspaper guys because he kind of went back at him. He didn't know he was a young guy, but Daggy was funny. He was just always in a good mood, like like uh, Yorkie was saying. And I, I was laughing because he always had the best outfits. And like he, you guys, I don't know if you guys mentioned he colored his hair red, Yorkie. Oh, he, I forgot no. about red, that. Yeah. Red highlights, and he goes out. And, he goes out in the ice for warm ups or whatever. He never wore his helmet. I think he got picked off by a, a puck off the post. But he puts his helmet on, he comes off after the game, and, and it's all red inside, you know. <laughs> and he'd always he'd always he'd always be like in the best suit and everything. And he'd always tell me how I'd like, hey Daggy, nice suit. And he's like, Yeah, you know, you know, two thousand dollars. And I go, Do you have a shop or anything on sale? You no, I always pay full price. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He turned his nose up at guys yeah. that play full that yeah. got a sale. You cheap, you cheap, you cheap. cheap pigeon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He used to give it to Pitlick all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah. this scarf is worth more than that suit. Yeah, <laughs> but he was a good guy. So yeah. you got traded to uh, Ottawa from Boston for Trent McClary in a third round pick in June of '96. Uh, so, and you just said like my wife's crying and what? Like, what were you thinking? was going to happen were you surprised that you got moved um not so much because i think that was the year like i was in boston and they had a bunch of guys kind of like around the 20 goal mark and i think steve hines was there and ted donato and they they had been there a while and marius tchaikovsky was there and i think i thought i was getting traded in the middle of the year to edmonton for uh because ranford got traded to boston i think for tchaikovsky and then i get traded over the summer i mean um yeah michael connell was the gm it was a different place to play. It was a welcome. I didn't think it was going to be, but it was a welcome change for me. I mean, yeah. Ottawa was very professional, and maybe Yorkie says the same thing, but I thought they were super professional, and we had good relationship with Perry Pern, the assistant. Craig Ramsey was a great guy, and Jock, Jock was a great coach. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really, like, I was the same, Mac. When I got initially to Ottawa, it was just so structured and, like, you just knew exactly what to do, what your role was, and it was expected. Like, it was a great culture. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in, I was playing for Boston. We played in Edmonton, and I'm on the bus waiting to leave. And and, and Michael Connell pulls me off the bus and starts reaming me out while all the guys are on the bus looking at me because I didn't play well or something. And then you come, you come to Ottawa, and uh, and like you know, they just didn't do that. Like it was like you were gonna if we, if you know we had a whole media thing about don't talk poorly about the team. We won't talk poorly about you in the paper, and, and just yeah. bring up nice up with that. But um, yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, and every day, like Jacques would have his every three months, he'd walk by you and say, "How's the family? How are you doing?" 
And then three months later, he'd ask you the exact same question. <laughs> just yeah. like just like clockwork. Yeah, it was funny though because you'd have a meeting with him. He had the that's the first place I had meetings like on a wait, we go monthly or something like that, Yogi. Yeah, yeah, monthly. And, and you wouldn't meet with them, and he'd start talking, and he'd bring up a few things, and he'd kind of go like this all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like at the end, he had nothing to say, but he'd be waiting for you to talk. So sometimes I'd just sit there and say, <laughs> and it'd get all awkward. He, he didn't like that part. But it's like a showdown, eh? It's like, yeah. say when, just waiting for somebody to pull the trigger. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, like uh, I, I, I love playing for Jock. He was a, one of the best coaches I ever played for, but he, like my wife was on we, i went to the olympics in 98 and i my wife at home she was on she ended up being on bed rest at home in boston and i came back to ottawa and she was gonna wasn't gonna be able to come back and jock would give me a day off every week to fly home and see my kids and my wife and uh I remember i remember playing. that yeah that didn't that doesn't that doesn't happen every place that's for sure so i i i love playing for jock yeah uh are you shocked to see him back back behind the bench I am a little bit. I, didn't, I mean, I just I, I picture Jock like still with that that nice black hair and looking all <laughs> suave. So like I think he's a little older now. But um, I, yeah, I, I am kind of surprised the way that happens. But I, I haven't been following it that much. I know Elfie's on the bench as well. I'm more shocked yeah. about that. Are you? I was too. Yeah. <laughs> How come? Yeah, because well, Elfie, Elfie was. I mean, Elfie's wonderful, great player, but he he didn't always agree with Jock's defensive style and stuff like that. So it was like. I'd be interested to see what the meetings like, what 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 they tweak and how they play things. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. It's, it's very, very, very true. Because yeah, because Jacques, like, you got to chip the puck. You remember? I tell a story all the time when he used to stand by the blue line. He'd have that Peter Forsberg wooden stick, and he he. No word of a lie. You had to chip it exactly two feet off the ice, and if you didn't do it, he'd make you stop and do it again. Remember, we practiced dump ins. Yeah, up on the boards or a soft chip, and if it wasn't perfect, do it again. Line changes. He actually did the line changes with the guys here. One of the first prats he did, he made this group prat. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was great. It was it was so funny to it's funny to see everything happen again. But it's the first place I played where they actually had a game plan. I, I tell everybody it's the first place I was coached. I played five years in the league before I got coached. I mean, Craig Ramsey with his angling and how to how to play guys and sticks on the yeah. ice, stick on puck. None of that was going on any place I had been before. Wow. Crazy, You're playing crazy. on the Stanley Cup champion team in yeah. Pittsburgh with Yamir yeah. Yager and Mario and Rick talking and all. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. They just they call it, they go they go sixty six. You're up next. Stop the puck, Larry okay. Murphy. Get another one. Mac, so, I had fair I enough. Had, I, I, I I met up with Barry Smith last month at Elmira. I was down there to see my son play. And Barry's like true story. You confirm or not? Did the Pittsburgh Penguins remove Scotty Bowman from practices? Yeah. So, so my <laughs> so my first, I, I joined the uh, Pittsburgh in '92, just before we won the cup. I joined it after the Olympic team, and uh, I tell people this all the time. I went to we we flew to Calgary. I was going to play my first game, and we had a meeting at the hotel because they were like floundering, and we weren't doing as well as we should have been doing. And Craig Patrick, the GM, gets up and says, "Guys." Uh, you know what's going on? What's wrong? And I forget who it was. It stands up in, in the meeting and says, "We can't win with Scotty as coach." And I'm like, "This is how pro hockey is. This is great." Scotty's got to go. You know. <laughs> and then and then Craig goes, "Well, I we just got to get through this year. I guarantee next year we, he won't be the coach. But we got to get through this year." And then Craig walks out and Larry Murphy stands up and says, "Guys, we got to vote to go on strike." And I'm like, everybody puts their hands up to go on strike. And I'm like. All right. I didn't know what the hell we were doing. I didn't play the game yet. 
you know? So, so I voted to go on strike and, and we, we voted Scotty Bowman uh, off the team the next year in the same, in the same meeting. But the next year we came back and they had all training camp with just the two assistant coaches. We had, uh, Oh, uh, Rick Keogh and uh, Patterson, uh, Rick Patterson and they ran and Barry Smith and they ran the, the camp and we had no coach. We went all around, did our pregames, all that stuff. And we were like, who the hell is going to be the coach? And they, they, there was no rumors or anything. And then right before the first game, we're in the locker, we're in the locker room, we warmed up, we're in our uniforms. And and uh, Craig Patrick comes in. I just want to introduce you guys to the, to the next coach uh, for next year. It's Scotty Bowman again. <laughs> wow. But they made a deal. They made wow. a deal with Mario that he wouldn't come on the ice for practice. So we practiced the entire year with no head coach on the ice. And it was the most light work I've ever done. Like it was out of shape. It was bad. <laughs> Crazy. Different days back then. Did, okay, did the so assistant coaches run it, or did you the players run it? And you co the coaches just kind of hung out. The, the, the assistant coaches would run it, but it was very you know lax. Like Mario came out with a towel around his neck and no helmet, <laughs> and he'd like skate around like you can, like and like that guy's ridiculous. Like you, I've never been on the ice with anybody like that. But you know he's a righty. He'd shoot the puck and he'd be and then he'd look over at the assistant coaches and he'd give him one of these. And he get off the ice in the middle of practice. Come on, this is yeah. Bob, right up your high. alley, Bob. It, it's yeah. working those Barrasso. If someone shot the puck too high on Barrasso. He'd leave too, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, hey, Bob, I would have yeah. been great in the early nineties. <laughs> hey, this is true. When we traded for Tom Barrasso, we had a team meeting before he came, and we're like, okay, guys. Rumor is we're not allowed to shoot above his pads. So we all knew this when he came in, and the first practice, every single pat, every single shot was like a foot off the ice. Probably just keep him on the ice because we heard if you shot high, he was going to throw the stick right at you. I was so excited when he got traded. I was like, "Wait till you guys see this! This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> he was driving a Bentley in Pittsburgh. We had all a bunch of Chevys in the in the parking lot at uh, Ottawa. Yeah, oh, he was so funny. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember he was sitting at the back of the bus and he was pulling out his watches and it was guys were like God, they had never seen a watch like this and he's like yeah. ah, the other one back home is worth twice as much what really really Tell me more. <laughs> we were in that we were in the restaurant in Toronto and uh, in the playoffs and he, he ordered the ball he's a big wine guy remember this Yorkie I remember and he ordered uh, a bottle of wine and he took a sip he sends it back and he bring another one takes sips and sniffs it sends it back. We're like, whoa. And then he brings, they bring out a ball of wine. He finally keeps it. And uh, I think it was uh, Rob Zandler goes, oh, wow, Tommy, you know a lot about wine. He's like, well, when you have a, a $30,000 wine closet, you, you know, you tend to know a lot about wine. <laughs> and he's like, you have $30,000 worth of wine at $10 a bottle? That's a lot of wine. <laughs> uh, love Rob oh, what was his what did the guys in Pittsburgh call him what was the, what was his name oh Thurston Thurston Howell from the Gilligan's <laughs> Island oh yeah, yeah. No. he was he was good. Hey, that guy was one of the best goalies to ever play, though. He was amazing. Hey, listen, I loved him. I, I loved him because he like yeah. once he was in the net for a game, man, he was a competitor. Oh yeah. I, I loved him. Just he just well, hated the media. Hated the media. We'd come off the ice. Remember come off the ice in Toronto and the guys yell, people are yelling at him and stuff. And they're like, hey, Barraza, you suck. And he's like, I got $4 million in the bank. How much you got, buddy? <laughs> Bobby, you would have loved this guy. Oh, man. Oh, he's great. We got to so, get this guy. <laughs> no, he won't come on. He, no, hates no, he, he hates Wally. No, he does? He, no, yeah, we, he was never there long enough. I didn't speak, I to, but he did give our camera the finger once. Um, 
Because remember, he had a broken hand. He had a broken finger. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I remember I just you could always talk to my camera guy through the mic. and I'd be like, Dave, just get a shot of his hand as he's walking through the locker room. And so Dave goes and you can see it. All of a sudden, he just sticks his finger out and just to give me the uh, can't use that shot. Uh, yeah, I was mad because when he came, he like he sat down in his locker and he did this in Pittsburgh, too. And like maybe you went over to talk to him and he'd sit there and he'd just look at you. And then someone else would come over to talk. And he'd just look at you, wouldn't talk. And then he'd stand up and go, guys. I'm only doing this once. I'll yes. talk to everybody at once and then I'm done. <laughs> and, and so, and he would always look just over your eye line. Yeah. Like he would never look at you, just above yeah. you. Uh, anyway, that so was great. Kenner, Kenner great for one time uh, asked a question about, I don't know, you had 37 saves or I don't know. He goes, something about a couple of posts. He goes, you want me to stop the ones going wide too? So that was in Toronto. That was great. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay. Um, yeah. So why didn't it work in Ottawa when he came here and he played? Like he didn't play very well. So was there a reason? I don't know. I mean, it was how old? I mean, how old was he then? I mean, yeah, he had to be a, it wasn't that bad. How old? Well, he, he only was, played three more years. Yeah. After. I mean, he, he so. was he was he he went from playing high school hockey against my brother. They played like twenty <laughs> games a season, eighteen games, right? They mm -hmm. my brother's team beat him in the in the uh, like the finals at the Boston Garden. He's eighteen years old. The next year, he's playing for Buffalo. He wins the Calder and the Besner, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no question. He was a great yeah. goaltender. That's why I was, I was excited to see him come to Ottawa because you guys had to beat the Leafs, right? You had to get over that hump. And then the tie don't jumped in the board's face first. <laughs> that's, that's where I think Alfie said we would have won that series. If Ricard Pearson had better balance. Oh no. Ty Domi yeah. had better balance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, oh. my, la my last year with Ottawa was because I was a free agent because we got swept by the Leafs. That's the year we brought in Barrasso and we got swept. I'll never forget Yash hugging. You can remember this. Yash was hugging Shane Corson at center ice after we got swept. Oh, come on in. Come on in for the real stuff here. I'm like, hugging guys after you lose four straight? Like, Jesus yeah, Christ. He just cost me about five million bucks. We checked him the whole series. <laughs> too. He was checking him the whole series. Uh, uh, it reminds me of Mike Peck in the year before, I think it was, right? Or 90. 99 Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Yash couldn't yeah. get away. Yeah. Um, I got a, I, there's, I got a million questions for you, Sean, but one of them is you got traded in Pittsburgh, your rookie year uh, at the end of it, I should say in the off season to LA for Marty McSorley. And then what was it 117 days later or something, 173 days later, you get traded back to Pittsburgh for Marty McSorley. Yeah. I'm just curious what happened there. It was 173 days too late. <laughs> it was awful. I get traded. So I get. So that was the year that. Uh, that was the year that McSorley. L.A. had that crazy run to the finals when Barry Melrose was the coach. Mm -hmm. Right. And then McSorley got the got the uh, stick check. Oh. And the uh, yeah. Uh, no. 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 no he, illegal he, stick. Illegal stick. Oh, sorry. Right, the finals. Right, right. Yes. Lose yes. Right. And uh, that year, uh, St. Louis signed Marty to a uh, offer sheet, and L.A. matched it. Nick Beverly was the GM. He traded them to 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 Pittsburgh for me. I found out in the news. I was because we didn't have phone cell phones back then. I was out in my boat and came home and I watched in the news that I get traded. And then I went out to I went out to LA and quickly realized Barry Melrose didn't have much time for a 5'10, 5'11, uh, you know, fast guy. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah, he didn't he was not happy about it. you played for him, Yoki? He didn't like college guys. No, he said first thing he said to me, You ever played the minor shot? I'm like, no. He goes, I think everybody should play in the minus. Like, oh, <laughs> 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 you know? 
Tough start. Oh, that's yeah, true. Then. Yeah. You know what? You know what he said? You know what he said to us? He goes, you guys all bitch and complain about being in the minors. When you're retired, you're going to look back and it's going to be the best time you ever had in your lives. Like he loved, he yeah. loved you spending your time in the minors. Yeah. And he, he was, he was a tough, he was, I like, he was a nice enough guy, but he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't an X and O's guy. We had a really, we had a dynamite team in LA, but not much direction we were going. We had Jitnik on defense, Blake, Charlie Huddy, Waters. We had Kelly Rudy in that. We had Curry, Sandstrom, Robitaille, Gretzky, uh, Granado, Robert Lang. We had a stud team, but we didn't win. And then I get you. Then the, the t- all the time, Barry would bring up um, McSoley in the locker room about about you know the, his toughness. That was the year he fought uh, Probert for a long, long fight. And uh, so I was just kind of waiting to see what was going to happen with me because I wasn't playing much. And then I think I think McSoley didn't like hit it off in Pittsburgh much either. So yeah. They made the trade back. It was me and uh, me and Thomas Sandstrom for Jimmy Peck and uh, and Marty McSorley. Yeah, well, I was happy. I forgot, to get I forgot you were in LA. Forty nine uh, games. I try to forget. <laughs> I try to forget. Uh, there is. A, I do. We have one picture. I do. I remember. I've seen you play in an LA King uniform. Um, I had long hair. No you had hair back it. then. Yeah, it looked stop good. Stop it. Yeah, I did. did <laughs> real hair did you or, real hair did you have the zamner hair remember the zamner hair yeah i had i still had hair then i got then I get rid of it when i get to ottawa but that was enough nobody told me in time i, I had a couple bad years there i had to get rid of it yeah <laughs> uh before i get to the ottawa stuff you said i watched an interview with you that you didn't keep any like milestone pucks like not your first puck not your 200th goal or any of that like why not like what did you keep I don't really have anything. And I, I have my uh, first stick in the NHL, I think. I don't have my first goal. I have a puck that says NHL on, on the plaque that says first goal, but I don't have the puck. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I just forgot to. I, I didn't I wish I kept a lot of stuff. I was in yeah. Pittsburgh, I was in Pittsburgh this past week recruiting and I saw and Brian Trotche walked in the in the rink and he was always such a nice guy. So I was talking to Trotz a little bit and then it made me remember when I was in Pittsburgh and he would leave notes in my locker about like things to, to work on in my game. I'm like, that's what I should have saved. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. Ah, that is yeah. Cool. yeah. But no, like, I never saved much. No. Really? It's so, yeah, it's interesting to me. Did, you, you did play with the Eastern Synergy that's coming back, the silver one. Uh, oh, I, yeah. There's some pictures I've seen and it started to come back now on a different wrap. Like you had in that Pittsburgh team, because all the Hall of Famers. I'm just, yeah. did you appreciate it at the time? No, I think probably like everybody else, like you're just trying to earn your spot. And uh, yeah. I mean, you're on the bench. If you're on the bench and Mario Lemieux's on the ice, it's literally like watching like a high school, like a, like a 21 year old guy play with like 15 year olds. It's, it's insane yeah. how good the guy was like just bigger, stronger, faster than everybody. So that when you watch him, like in practice, you're playing down low against them. It's like, what am I going to do here? <laughs> and then Jagger was the same way, but yeah, you know, I mean, the guys—they were so good. They were—I mean, there's and then Rick Pocket's like one of the toughest guys I've ever played with. He just—it was—it was a crazy good team. Yeah, I remember uh, every time when we were in Ottawa, we'd meet because Jagger was at his best back then. Jagger was almost unstoppable. I'll never forget this. Mac used to come because you'd be in two different rooms. You'd have the forwards in one room and the D in that shitty old rink. Mac would come into the defense. He's like, guys. 
slash Jaeger's hands. He hates getting slashed in the hands. Like, think about your game plan. So our whole game plan to stop this guy was just to slash his hands. Like, who does? Bob, do you like getting your hands slashed? No, no. It's like we talk about goaltending. They're down on the first shot. They hate traffic. I'm like, what goalie likes being doing that? Or what forward likes being slashed on the hands? But back then, you'd wear like, you'd wear like armor on your yeah. wrist because – Oh, I got my thumb broke through my through my gloves. I wore those high tech gloves that were like stuffed with like uh, newspaper. I missed the play- some playoffs games because I got sl- you get slashed so hard back then, you know. Yeah, don't talk yeah, to Bob about bad hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have used the armor. Yeah, <laughs> I got about ninety IR games for that for, for broken fingers. But yeah, uh, yeah, just soft. <laughs> so you formed one of the best lines in Ottawa Center oh. history. And- and the first big line, right? Like Yorkie's yeah. favorite line. Yorkie's favorite line of all time. This this was long <laughs> before the pizza line existed. Ottawa's greatest line ever. It had a little bit of everything. Just a terrible name. Like who named this line? Uh, oh. Fans or something? Wasn't I think it? they had a. I think they had a contest. I think remember Donnie Brennan did a contest in the Ottawa Sun. Son, name this line, and everybody voted in and. And, and this is what they, do you have the graphic? This is what they came up with. Oh. The oh, ministry. Wow. <laughs> By the way, Yorkie made this. Okay. This took him uh, 17 yeah. hours. <laughs> look, at the, look at that. Look at that. Do you know why? Do you know why though? You had to have Yash with the turtleneck. Turtleneck. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> McEachern, Yash, and Dackel. The ministry of offense. That was a good line though. I like it. It was fun playing on. Yeah. Dax was a hell of a player too. Wow. He's good. Underrated. So- so, like, so you have 30 goal seasons. Yash is an NHL as a Hart Trophy finalist. Um, what made that line work so well? And uh, were you like, do you guys still talk to? Do you talk to Dax and Yash to this day? No, I haven't talked to those guys in forever. I didn't. No. I mean, I was listening to the podcast and they talked about you guys asked uh, Daggy if him and Yash were tight or something like that. I think <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I. Uh, I, when I got there, I was going to play with Dag. I mean, Yash, they told me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Yash, want to pick me up? We go to the games together or something? He's like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, like he didn't talk much. And I get in the car with him, and he's got like the Russian music on, doesn't say a word the entire ride. I lasted like a week, and I'm like, yeah, I'll describe myself now. <laughs> you know, he didn't talk much, but it, and then Dax uh, just laughed a lot. He just laughed a lot, you know? And he was such, that guy was a hard worker, tough kid. I mean, he got, killed by Lindros one time but he was oh, a good player. Yeah. yeah yeah I'll never forget that one. Is he a Swede? Yeah 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 he, played, he went home and played in like is it Brainer? So he played there forever after he yes. in the NHL yeah 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 uh... uh, but he, I always laughed at him because back then I was trying I think him and Arvidson both drove like Ford escorts to the rink. <laughs> like they had the, the cheapest <laughs> smallest car and I always just I'm like Andy just spend some money every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, you mentioned Yash, how he was kind of odd. I don't know if I told the story on the pod before. I, he invited me over to his house for lunch once because he lived on Shaughnessy across from where we all used to live. Like back then, everybody lived on the same street. It was weird. So uh, I go over for lunch. His mom for lunch serves that Russian soup. It's called uh, Brolsch. Borsch. It's like Borsch. old. Yeah, he's like, how's the soup? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and then he took me down to the basement to give me a karate demonstration. Because <laughs> he, 
he was showing me his kicks and stuff. And it was very weird. And it was the one and only time we went for lunch. <laughs> First and last. <laughs> but let's be clear. I, I, he was a nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, there's a, like the first time you score 30, is it a big deal to you? Which is in, uh, was it 98? Now I can't remember off the top of my head. Fuck, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I was, I was a big guy. I get 28 one time, maybe I had 29 another time. So I was happy to score 30. Yeah. I mean, I, I played, we played, uh, it was so much fun playing on that line with Gash because, you know, he was one of the best players in the league. And I always felt like he just tried to do the things he didn't want to do, like, you know, forecheck and back check or do whatever he didn't want to do, you know, because <laughs> when he had the puck on his stick, he couldn't get it away from him and then just go to the net when he had it because he was usually shooting it. And Dax was kind of the same way. Um, but it was, I mean, you get to play against the other team's top line every game. It was like, you go from being like a third line away. It's like, yeah, it's not too bad. Then you, you're on that line with, with Gash and you're getting the shit kicked out of you every night, but this, and they expect you to score goals. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, well, you did have a great career in auto, but just for those who don't know, you were uh, you ranked 15th overall in games played, 9th overall in goals, uh, 14th in assists, 12th in points, 9th in power play goals, 15th in shots on goal. Like you, uh, you had a, six years, by the way, very good career in Ottawa. Uh, the year Yash held out, w- what were you thinking? Were you a little disappointed? Because here you are scoring goals at will with one of the best players in the league, and you don't have that guy anymore. Um, I didn't. I mean, like, we kind of knew what was going to happen. Like, yeah, it was always like in Ottawa, it was funny. I don't know if Yoki talks about it, but we just didn't like the whole thing was nobody said anything in the press about anybody. And yeah. it was kind of like, you know, they'd, they'd ask you, what makes what makes Yash such a great leader? Like, oh, he's just a great guy, this and that. But, you know, he didn't talk much. You know, <laughs> he wasn't the big leader on the team like Alfie was. Or there was a lot of guys that, that were great guys, but he just wasn't the talker. But I think I forget who I play with the next year. I, I think we, we I think we almost won the president's trophy the next year without him. Yeah, we were good. Yeah, but for you, you all I'm saying, okay, so here's why I asked the question. Uh, in 97, 98, finished second in scoring. 98, 99, you finished second in scoring. Yashin's the heart finalist. Yashin held out. You went to fifth in scoring. And I was just curious if that if that played a part of not having him as your center. I don't know. How many? What do they have for points? What do they have for goals? <laughs> uh, you only had 29. Yeah. So, so, four, five, so not a <laughs> not a thirty goal scorer is what I'm trying. What was the worst part about being in Ottawa, Yorkie? Uh, is friggin' Brent like just busting my balls all the time? Right, right. You're not a thirty. You got yeah. twenty nine. Yeah. Wait, wait. So here's where I'm going to bring it up now. I want an apology from you. What, what was that? For what? Because so here you are, one of the stars in the team, like thirty goal scorer. You're playing on the top line. If I needed a clip from you, it was like trying to pull teeth. It'd be like I'm not talking today, and and then. I'd show up, I'd ask a question, you'd be like, uh, yeah, we got to play hard and uh, back check and uh, full 60 minutes. Then the camera turns off and you're like, you're just telling jokes and everything is great. <laughs> uh, every damn day. And I'm like, Sean, can I talk to you? Th-? No, no. I <laughs> so I just want an apology for being so hard on me to try and help this young little fella. Yeah, get a story done. I realized quickly in Ottawa when I watched what they did to Bonky and and and, <laughs> and Dag and all those guys. I said, I'm not talking to these guys. I'll talk to them all the time. Be their buddies. I'm not going to get killed in the media from these guys. I'm just going to talk a lot without the without the mic. But I'm not saying much when I go on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, just say you're sorry, and we can move on. <laughs> you won't get it. You're not getting it. <laughs> Damn it. 
Okay. Uh, Yorkie, I want you to ask about your uh, story with uh, your good friend. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't have the boat anymore. Like, I think it's a great story. Um, the butcher's dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great story. Okay. Well, there's two parts to this. One, yeah. I can here. Let me tell the story about the actual, your very first NHL goal you score in the playoffs against the New York Rangers, I think is the series clinching game. Uh, it's a five, two victory. I think you scored the fourth goal. Maybe um, Gavin, do we have that uh, tweet from the Pittsburgh? Pen so we stole this from the Penguins hockey. Uh, it's the first time that um, you gets used that they called you um, playing. Uh, Mike, Mike Lang used said he's smiling like a butcher's dog. Yep. So that might, do you like? Do you have that goal on VHS somewhere? Yeah. VHS. <laughs> Bob, you like the wood stick there? You like the wood? I think it's a wood stick. It's and Canadian. That's old, yeah, that's yeah. old school right there. <laughs> that's, a heavy, that's a heavy piece of lumber right there. Uh, <laughs> Bob, have you ever, Bob, have you ever used a wood stick? By the way, ever? No. No, that's crazy when you think about that. Eh? You know, when I think of like old school sticks, is like when you used to have to melt the fucking glue and then jam it into yeah. the shit. Like that was like that's what I started with. I was the so. first one to have those in in Pittsburgh, and Kevin Stevens like throw those fucking things away. They fucking break all the time. They're going nowhere. You turn them over. You had to turn them over when they got like warped. You turn it over after warmups. That's right. Yeah, the old yeah. And you could shoot them harder because you had a little bit of a bow in it yeah. after you flipped it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, this... that, that, that guy, um, that Mike Lang guy, kept saying because I had a tough time scoring it when I first got to Pittsburgh. I had tons of chances. He said, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm saving a saving one for you because he was kind of famous for those." And then so he said, "He smiled like a butcher's dog when I scored." And then like fast forward, I don't know, two years later, I was in. I, I went to arbitration with Pittsburgh. And did you go to arbitration, Bobby? Never did. No. Yeah, I went twice. I went, they I went they just handed Bobby money. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was only a free agent for one year, and it was my last year in the league. I we, never got uh, – We didn't have free agency until, until like – 31. Yeah, 31, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. So I went to arbitration, and and uh, and being like the – being the genius that was, I like boats. So so I won an arbitration, and I, it was like back pay from the year before because we, we got locked out in 94, I think. So I got a check for like 150 grand or something like that in back pay. And I just went right to the boat shop and bought a, a used boat that was like 37 feet. I'd never, I'd never <laughs> taken a boat out more than 21 feet. And I, uh, I named it, I named it, uh, I named it, uh, the arbitrator. Well, that's the arbitrator. But when I went down the visit, oh. Marblehead, you both. Oh, I still have that. Yeah. Butcher's dog. Yeah, I, dog. I just sold that last year. But that one I named the arbitrator after the guy that gave me the money. And that was on uh that was on that was in hockey news. They put a picture of it in hockey news. I, forget, I, I don't think that was good. For, that wasn't a good move. That wasn't a good move. <laughs> no. But then I bought yeah, I named so I named this last boat. I, I had an average I had the uh the butcher's dog for a long time as my boat. And then just recently I switched over to Sleepwalker, Yorkie, as you know, you know, you would know why it's Sleepwalker. That's right. Yeah. If yeah. whoever roomed with Mac on the road, he would sleepwalk. And he'd come, come over on. and visit. He'd come over and visit you at your bed, and like you'd have to go put him back to bed. Let's not go that far, York. I didn't visit anybody in the middle of the night. <laughs> Get back in there. Well, no, don't I, let I, Yorkie tell the story. That's the moral. Brutal. I broke. I broke my ribs. I had. I got stitches in my head from sleepwalking. I would do it like oh. all the time. I was rooming with. Uh, I was rooming with uh, in L.A. I room with um, uh, Yorkie. I told you that. Who's the guy that Murray? Rob Murray. Uh, oh, uh, is it uh, Glenn? Glenn Murray. 
No, no, the guy that was the uh, he's a scout for Buffalo or something. He's from Ottawa, I thought. Oh, Rob Murphy. Rob, Rob Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, Rob Murphy. Yeah. Oh wow. When I got to when I get to LA, I was rooming with him, and we went and we we checked into the room. We had like we had like um, room service, and I forgot to tell him my sleepwalk. And I get up and I threw everything around the room, like cut my foot. And he he thought someone broke into the room, and I was fighting with him. Yeah, it was, he was like, "What the fuck? What the what the hell's going on?" You know, You're like swinging. Like I'm throwing wallpaper off the walls and everything else. <laughs> Lift the bed up, everything. Wow. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm just really? thinking of stepbrothers when we're right, step- with Kyle Riley or the, yeah. oh. All right. are the are the throw pillows in the oven? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get that? Are you still doing that? Do you ever get the? Do you ever get it figured out? No, I mean I, I haven't done it in a while, but it was funny because they. I, I was doing it up till a couple of years ago, but they, they said, like, they would tell you, like, I went to a sleep clinic when I was on the Olympic team because I wasn't sleeping at all. And they, they put me in the thing. And they said, oh, you need to, you need to lower your stress and get more sleep. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying out for the Olympic team and I'm going to go to the NHL. I'm not stressed at all. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling all over the world. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> uh, um, one more story we got to ask you. And I, I, I tweeted this out today, arguably one of the, cleverest pranks i think i've ever seen done on a guy uh when we landed in boston you set up one of the biggest i don't even know what to call it it was one of the biggest hoaxes and it was so funny with grant ledger yeah let's let's i haven't seen Ledger in a long time he was a funny guy though huh oh, he, uh, old we were, yeah we were in pittsburgh the, the night before it was like it was in february it's like february 28th that's my birthday and I was on the ice, and I think I was talking to Jock or something before the, the game or something. He comes up behind me, gives me, the, like, the, the shaving cream pie in my face. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's a good one. That's a good one, Let's. And then we went up we went up to Boston, and, and we played Boston. I don't know if I didn't play the game or something. I saw I saw a friend of mine that was my uh, assistant coach in, in, in high school, and he he was a, a state trooper. So he's like, you're going to be at the airport? I'm like, yeah. I go, uh, you think you could, you know, arrest one of my friends for me? He's like, yeah, absolutely. We get off. We get off the. Uh, we get off the bus like at the the at the the plane, and we're getting off. And the funniest thing is the guy goes up to Jock and goes, "Is Grant Legend here?" And, and Jock's like, "Yeah, he's right there." Like he just threw him <laughs> on the bus right away. <laughs> so we get off the bus. We come down like the. We come down the thing, and everybody's kind of like mingling around. This two two state troopers with their like those funky pants on and stuff, and he starts asking Grant. So uh, Grant, do you drive a Jeep with a license plate? Blah 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 blah. And Grant's like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." He's like, well, you're going to have to come with us. And he puts him in the back of the police car. <laughs> and Grant's sitting there, and he's got his, his carry-on on his lap in the back of the police car. And my buddy comes over and goes, you want to let him out? I'm like, yeah, sure. I go over and open the door. Hey, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> he was shitting himself. <laughs> pie in the face? Uh, let's yeah. try yeah, he's, like, he's like, pie in the face? Get me arrested. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But it was so good because it was right at the airport. We got off the plane and the bus, and it was, and he believed it too. Like he was shitting yeah. his pants. Jock did was, too. Jock, Jock threw oh, it right, Jock, the bus. right there. <laughs> uh, there's, I, I'm running out of time, uh, McEachern, but I got lots of questions for you. What um, do you have a favorite moment in Ottawa? Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. 
Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I don't know. I thought I thought the year, the first year we made the playoffs at the end of the yeah. season. I think we beat Detroit, maybe. Yoki, was he, yeah. No, a Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, beat, beat, Buffalo. Buffalo. Beat, beat Buffalo. One nothing. Hasek, remember Hasek was hammered the night before. Yeah, we needed that game to get in the playoffs. So, and the the yeah. place went berserk. Like Ottawa was on fire. It was so much fun. We had a good group of guys there that year, um, and we just you know we just barely made it though. We had come down the stretch there where we. Uh, we, we we had a bunch of games we had to win. We had a big trip to Florida, Yorkie, and then and then we were home. Patrick <laughs> was hammered the night before our game. Like so, we we had uh, I, so I know this story. Uh, we talked about it. We did a thing that last week. We did a comedy night. We told the story. Remember Frank Musel? Yes, Frank I, Muse. Frank Musel was a Czech guy, Bob, and he wasn't playing. Uh, older guy, and he was buddies with Hasek. Mm-hmm. And Hasek at the time, he, he was a known guy. I like to go out and have fun. So Musil said, boys, don't worry. I'm going to take care of Dom. So they come in the night before, and Frankie takes Hasek there, and they go out downtown Ottawa. Next morning, Frankie comes in. He's like, boys, don't worry. He was hammered last night. <laughs> he won't be playing. It's all good. And we're like, all right, we're going to get the backup. Because Hasek back then was winning her trophies, and like he was yeah. by far the best. He was the best player in the league. We had to win this game. So we're like going up to the game that night. And all of a sudden we look down. Hasek's in the starters net. What the fuck, Frank? Like, <laughs> like I thought he was hammered. And Hasek ended up playing that game after getting carried out of the bar the night before and stood on his head. Like it was a performance for a guy that, you know, was howling at the noon the night before. But we ended up winning the game. But that's uh, – I don't know if you remember that, Mac. Frank, Frankie coming in and, uh, yeah. and, and saying that. It was so – but I agree that that to me is my favorite moment too. Remember the woohoo towels? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just had it was just it was just like all new. The people loved it. They didn't, you know, they were just dying for a team to be successful. It was a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah. It was really good because I've never to this day. I think that might be the loudest I've experienced. Obviously, I think two oh seven the building was pretty loud. But for me, that's the loudest I ever heard that building. Yeah, it was a fun place to play just because you knew everybody. Like, you know, Brent, we come in like the same people there every day. It wasn't like in a big city. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was great. So you, you liked having me around. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
quickly playing in Atlanta. You were the captain of the Atlanta Thrashers. I, I just want to know what that was like. As far as what? I don't like even someone in the chat was like, can you ask about playing in Atlanta? And I remember looking, I was like, I don't remember you being the captain. And uh, you took over for Ray Ferraro. You played two seasons there. I, I, I guess, what was it like to play in Atlanta? Atlanta was good. It was a fun place to play. I the um, and we had some really good players. I got there. It, you know, we had that tragedy tragedy happen when I yeah. was there though. Like we had uh, Heatley and we had um, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Stefan. Patrick Stefan. We had the, the right winger that could score. Kovalchuk. Kovalchuk. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and Patty Stefan, there's another guy though, just like Daggy and Bonk went to a team that didn't have any older guys, like the old expansion teams. Patrick Stefan was a hell of a player. You know what yeah. I mean? He just got kind of stuck. But we, when I got there, it was fun. We had uh, Kurt Frazier was the coach. I remember playing against him going, that guy looks like a mean prick. And he was the nicest guy, almost too nice. He was the nicest guy ever. And he got, he got fired at Christmas time and they brought in Bob Hartley. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And Bob, Bob, uh, Bob had the same type of systems as, as Jock, actually. And I liked playing for Bob, but he was he was a tough guy. So, like, the first practice, like, he's he's getting after it. Guys were, like, going down like flies because nobody had, had, had worked that hard before, you know. <laughs> I ended up blowing my back out that year and, and missing um, the rest of the season. I had back surgery, hernia surgery. Then I came back the next year and started the season. And that's when like, Danny Heatley in that, that year, um, my second year there, in the preseason, Danny Heatley was like on another level. He was so good. And Goldwell yeah. checking those guys. And then then the accident happened with Dan Schneider. And it's just it was just terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. You know? Can't even imagine. But, yeah, it was tough. Like and there was a lot of good guys there. And it was a it was a good team. And I feel bad because Danny Heatley and he, he was a good kid and he was gonna have a hell of a career, but that was just such a tragedy. Dan Schneider's parents was the nicest people ever. Just yeah. such great people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was what, what I was in Owen Sound when that happened, and Dan Snyder had been the captain and he was a plater, right? And I was at Owen Sound's attack. But um what year was that? Oh three, oh four. That's yeah. right. It was my first my yeah, it was my first year there when that happened, and it was it was such a tragedy in, in Owen Sound. He was beloved in Owen Sound as a longtime captain there. Yeah, he was a great kid. He was like a real gritty, smaller guy that 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 Hartley loved too. And uh, and him and Danny Heatley were good buddies. It was just so sad when I get the, when you get the news, you know, at three o'clock in the morning, you get a call from Bob Hartley. It was terrible. And uh, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, we're um, shifting out of that. Where is it, did you enjoy the city, like playing there? Because I drive through it a ton. It's not far from me here, and I go down to my place in Georgia. But uh, and I played one game there, and there might have been twenty five hundred people in the stands. Um, <laughs> So I was wondering, like, was it was it a little different then? Were you still early? Like, what years were you there? I got traded there in 2000? 2002. 2002. 2002. Yeah. 02-03, 03-04 seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, it, we came from – I came from Ottawa. It was like, you know, I, I my last season in Ottawa, I think I was kind of banged up. I, but, like, I, I didn't play well. So I was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. And I was on a – I was at the end of my free agent contract – and I wasn't going to get taxed fifty-two percent anymore. That was pretty good. That was that. that <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need the free health care anymore for fifty-two percent. But um, <laughs> that's my big joke down here when people say talk about, oh, we should get free health care. I'm like, yeah, it's free, all right. Um, so I went to uh, I went to when I went down there. It was great because it was kind of like nobody knew. You know, it was just back in the u.s but uh it, i feel like it could have been a good market just like the, like you you played there we never had a lot of fans though no we never yeah. had a lot of fans it was a cool place to live though it was good. i mean you're in nashville i mean that's 
that that yeah. that I mean the climate down there is just a little better than Ottawa. Yeah, just a touch. <laughs> a little better. In, in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh Sean, in uh in your first year, you played on the team that uh won 17 straight games, which Edmonton just saw their record come to an end at 16. Mm. So I was curious of what that was like uh playing on that team that was going through 17 games. And before that, you guys had gone two seven and one leading into that. And one of those was a loss to Ottawa, which won 10 games that year. We lost to you, Ottawa. Yes. It was like just before that. I was like, whoa, what? Wow, I didn't know um, that. Yeah. One of those two wins in the last, previous 10 was to Ottawa. Yeah, what year or, was sorry, it? one of those seven losses, I should say. What year was it? Uh, 1990. Is your rookie year? 92, 93? Your first full year. Is that? Yeah, is but my 90, first. Because huh. you played the first yeah. year. It should have been 93, 94. Yeah, so we played Quebec. I think Quebec was the other good team in the league then too, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know, but yeah, that was. I mean, we we ripped it off. Like that team, that team that year was winning. I mean, how many games we won? It was crazy. You went fifty six, twenty one, and seven. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what year when I came back from from LA. I was when I was playing playing in uh, Pittsburgh. I was on the third line, and all, all three of us had twenty that year. Marty wow. Strzok and, and 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 Doug Brown, Doug Brown. And the first lines all got fifty. I think. I think. I think. Talk had forty nine. You know. Wow. We're talking yeah, forty eight. Twenty nine is not thirty, Brent. Twenty nine is not thirty. I, I know. Not 50. I know. I know. He had. He had, <laughs> he had forty eight goals and a hundred. And you had four players with a hundred points. Ron. Yeah. Francis, wow. yeah. Rick Talkett, yeah. Kevin Stevens, Mary. Um, hey, Lemieux just had one hundred and sixty points. That was and that was the year he had cancer. He, he only played sixty That's, games. Sixty games. He had. He had clumps of hair missing on the back of his head, and he beat. Um, the guy from Buffalo there. Uh, LaFontaine. LaFontaine, yeah. Emma. Oh. yeah. Uh, Brent, before we let uh, before we let Matt go, we got to ask him yep. about his coaching. Like you're coaching a new program in second year, right? Yeah, second my year second down? year. But the, the program's been around, but they, I'm the first uh, full-time head coach rookie. That Wally dug that up. That's in the I archives. Yep. Thank you. What's your record? I'm sorry, Wally. I'm sorry. What's the record? <laughs> hey, I got it. <laughs> we can end the interview now. Um, our record's not strong right now. We have 13 freshmen playing. Oh, wow. yeah. Good. So we we have uh, we're trying to trying to get a whole new crop of guys in, but we have a good group. It's fun. It's been a blast. I love coaching. We got we're like five wins and I don't know how many losses, but we're pretty young. Like we played, we played uh, some of the better teams have like a lot of D1 transfers or older guys that have that COVID year. Yeah. And what's your son's team? What's the oldest guy on your son's team, Yoki? Uh oh my he's they've got a fifth year guy that's like twenty six years old at Elmira yeah like it's old we have a ninety seven we play against on one of the teams I have, yeah. I, have, I have a kid that's an old four he's an old four playing against ninety seven yeah yeah this <laughs> wow. COVID thing like there's a lot of older kids you know so yeah, yeah are you so what's your system are you are you more of a Jacques type coach yeah absolutely you yeah. use a lot of you you use a lot of his teachings in your style. I do. I do. I, I appreciate it, Jock. Like he's the, I, I don't know how it was for you guys, but like, he's the first guy I had as a coach, like talk to you and, you know, some of it was scripted as we know, but he talked to you about different things and like, you know, what do you, when he come in, you can't say like, Hey guys, did you see those guys, uh, you know, banging nails on the roof? Yeah. How good a job do we have? You know, you like all that stuff and the, the best yeah. place, the best, best job is to be a hockey player and all that stuff. Yeah. He was, I thought he was a good guy. Like those meetings at the end of the year with like, uh, um, who's the guy that who's the who's the GM we had that had the big lips and uh, he's a funny guy. He's a Marshall oh, Johnson. Mar Mar Marshall Johnson. Yeah, I remember going to see Mar. I, you know, I was in Boston and 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 
Michael Collins just ripped the shit out of you. Then, then I go in, I go to Ottawa and have a bad year, and you go in to see Marsh, and he's like, Sean, I'm not going to say you were the best player. I'm not going to say the worst player either, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always had great sayings. No, well, he's just gotta, a nice, nice guy. Leave the dance that you took the girl to. Yeah, mm-hmm. he. Yeah. He was a good guy. Good he was guy. a great guy. You know, he's going to trade you or whatever. He just didn't have to be a jerk. He was just, it was nice. That's what I liked about Jock, too, though. He was the same way. It was all professional. Very professional. And, and Marshall didn't screw around, like, when it came to Yash. He was very – he's not playing. I'm not I'm not catering to this guy. Yeah. He, like, Marshall was perfect for the GM spot for that time because he was just meat and potatoes. What a he trade. Gonna... What a trade. Oh, that was a very good <laughs> trade. Yeah, he did okay. Yeah. Who's this Chara guy? Yeah. yeah. Now, so – I, I was going to bring it up. Bill McCall, um went 70 games and never scored that season. And you guys tried like hell to get him a goal. Yeah. I, I, do you remember that last game? I don't remember the last game. I do remember that. I remember he introduced us. We were in, we were in the range at playing the Rangers. He introduced me to Tom Brady. I'm a big Patriots fan. I was jacked. Oh, wow. Cause I they went to Michigan together. They went oh. To Michigan. oh, so they were buddies. Yeah. McCulton Brady. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. McCall was the uh, associate head coach of Michigan until like a year or two ago. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's a nice gig. Yeah. He was a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we go, because I have to put this in because it's sponsored, is uh, our Wendy's Did You Know? I had to dig this up today. Um, on March 20th, 1999, you scored the game-winning goal in St. Louis, which would be your 30th of the season, uh, making you just the second Ottawa center to ever score 30 in a season. Of course, Yashin was the first. And then on March 21st, almost two years to the day later, you scored your second 30-goal season uh, in a 5-2 win over Phoenix. And you have not, zero pucks. You don't have not, one. Not other. 29. Not 29. I have the 29th goal puck. Ah, <laughs> that's the important one. <laughs> what a grinder, eh? Uh, He's right, though. 30, 30 in arbitration gets you a lot yeah. more. 30 gets yes. So you were the yeah, first hold player on, I hold, remember. I remember before we get going, Mac, Mac, how do you like your steak? How do you like your steak done? This is an important question. My, medium, like medium, medium rare. There we go. This this guy eats his steak medium. Sorry, well done. No, Wally. Wally. Medium not, well. Not surprised. Not surprised. medium <laughs> well. Medium well. Just like me, it needs to be very thorough. That's <laughs> um, the I, the arbitration. By the way, did you yeah. like how hard was that to go through? Because don't I? If I'm not mistaken, you were the first player I remember hearing about it and mm. how. One side sits there and says how bad you are as a hockey player and why they shouldn't pay you, and you have to sit and listen to it, right? Because they don't want to pay you money, so they tell you all the reasons why they shouldn't be paying you more. Yeah, I went twice. The first time I went with with, with Pittsburgh, and they were like, it's just all comparison. So that at the time, I think they compared me like like John Leclerc because he hadn't scored 50 yet. And it was like, yeah, you score, you score this amount in 13 minutes, this is what you get. The time I went with Ottawa kind of stunk because they didn't have a GM yet, or a new GM came in, it was Rick Dudley. And it's kind of shitty because you have a lawyer and he, he says you're Wayne Gretzky and the and the the league, the, the the team lawyer just starts ripping on you how bad you are. But there's only two people in the room that played in the NHL, me and Rick Dudley. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, yeah. And, and I think I've read quotes from Rick saying how bad he was a super nice guy, how bad arbitration is for an organization. And he mentioned mine and how like it was just ridiculous, you know. Yeah. So that, it was it was odd, but it's part yeah, it's part of the business when you when you're doing it, you know. I yeah. went I went one year with Marshall Marshall Johnston, and yeah. you mentioned what a nice guy he was, and and <laughs> we had this guy back then, Ian Pulver, was our. Was, he did mine a, too. Yeah, he and he's really good. 
and finally in arbitration, like he's going on about all these stats. And I was one of the first guys they use block shots for. I got in front of a lot of pucks that one year, and so he's going on and this and that's finally <laughs> blocking shots. <laughs> finally, uh, Marshall Johnson gets up during the meeting. He's like, "All right, all right, I like Jason York as a player. He is good." But he's not fucking Bobby Orr. <laughs> <laughs> and he sits down and he's all mad. I'm like, can we get this over with? That's, that's Marshall liked the good Christmas party too. Yes, he did. Yes. He did. <laughs> uh, what a before we go, I want to say, uh, do you have you ever looked at the stats from your draft class? You're a sixth round pick, and I believe you finished. Yeah, you're sixth overall in goals from that draft class. Um, 10th in assists, 8th in points. Like when you look back at your career, um, where do those like numbers rank for you? I didn't know that. That's, I, that's pretty cool. I, I don't know. I remember getting drafted. I remember being in Pittsburgh and I would just look at the guys that drafted in front of me and think, like, I got to play more than that guy. I got to get better, better than that guy, you know? So I don't know. That's, I didn't know those stats. It's pretty neat. No. See, I always take it's care of you. Um, and last thing before we go is uh, I looked at your roster for Suffolk. No Canadians on, and that might be why your team may not be as good as it should be. Maybe that's going to change. That's going to change next year, Brent. You know why? There's a slight problem. We have. Uh, I'd like to have Canadians, but we don't have international aid. So ah. if if if, 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 if I get a kid to come in, he has to pay the the full boat. But uh -huh. there's this excellent player, Mike McEachern, who uh, has dual citizenship, Canadian and American. He's going to come <laughs> in and play for us next year. Mike, nice. hey, your son's going to play. Yeah, his dad's got the cake to do it. <laughs> no, it's free. It's free school. It's it's free school for if you're an employee yeah, yeah. Of, of an American <laughs> university. Yoki knows my game. So I good. thought he was. I thought he graduated already. Was he doing a master's? He's got. He's got the fiftieth thing. So. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, he'll, be buzzing. he'll be buzzing. He'll be buzzing. He's NBA. He's NBA. So be good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. That was nice. great, man. Uh, it, was, it was good to catch up. Yeah. Good, good to see you guys. Yes, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Pleasure to meet you. All right, you. guys. Take care. I appreciate it. There goes Sean McEachern. Uh, six years with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I know I went long. I I apologize. It's his fault, really. Yeah. 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 He was, he was a good storyteller, though. Some good stuff. Yeah. He was a good guest. Bob, really good Bob guest. you guys, you guys would get along great. Oh, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> you guys would get along very well. Very yeah. There's a lot in the nerd report I never got to. So we could have him back on. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, so I quickly want to run down some things and then uh, before Bobby hangs up the camera. So, uh, and I will just get this show brought to you by DoorDash. Uh, get everything you need. Uh, basically, just open up the app and then select what you want from where you want. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order, $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's 25% off up to a $10 value when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Uh, use NATION25, offered valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply, and of course, by Wendy's, where you can go and check the daily face-off Wendy's survivor pool. Uh, and don't forget about the limited time offer of Wendy's bacon portobello mushroom melt. It's fantastic. Um, and it never disappoints. So try your luck, but don't push it because the bacon portobello mushroom melt is only back for a limited time. If you miss it, you won't get a second chance. So sign up for the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. Just go to dailyfaceoff.com, up top right-hand corner, click on the Daily Faceoff Survivor icon, and then play daily uh, for a chance to win prizes. All right. So, boys, uh, two things. One, a lock mm -hmm. of the day, and we want to look up. So they have 35 games left in the season. I want to know what you guys think 
Uh, we'll get to lock in a sec, Gavin. Mm -hmm. I, I want to know what you guys think on what their record's going to be uh, in these next 35 games. So before we go into this, I'll, I'll say two things that just kind of popped up. I checked the timeline because I figured the boys had a late practice today. So Forsberg's back on the ice for his first practice uh, since getting injured. And nice. Jake Sanderson is not and will not play Saturday. So you hope that the time, like it, it isn't a lengthy thing. Mm. Um, yeah, because you guys know that long, like they haven't played in 10 days. Yeah, that's a for, yeah, for something not that's to a concern. Down. He probably didn't get any kind of treatment other than, hey, whatever it is, if ice it, rest it, yeah. don't, whatever. So now that he's back and you get a better assessment, it'll be interesting because if he's not going to play Saturday, it's two weeks off, right? Give or take. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that could be a big one. And it, I mean, it doesn't necessarily change my thing. I'm being extremely optimistic with the rest of my season here, boys. <laughs> I think I think we're going to we're going to see a you want me to just go. Yep. Sure. Yep. Thirty five. Thirty five games. Um. 18, 12, and 5. Okay. 18. Seems high. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We, I like the way they were at the end here, this last little bit. Um, they got that California trip still coming up, too. Not coming up, mm. but in, is that in March? They're out there. Uh, Yeah, just right around the trade deadline. So they'll yeah. all be nervous about deadline. There's going to be moves. Yeah. That'll be... That's an uncomfortable back-to-back -back of Anaheim, LA trade deadline. True. I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna be very, very optimistic here. I've beaten them down okay. and pet, I bet against them enough. Okay. Good numbers, uh, Yorkie. I'm trying to think. They're at 42 points right now. Correct. I'm looking at the standings. Um, I think, I think they're gonna get a, up to around 90 points. So to get to get to uh, they're going to need 48 points to do that. So whatever the math is to do that. So if you get, uh, I, if I you gave get you this 20, yesterday. if you get 20 wins, that gives you 40 points. So, uh, I think they're going to go, uh, 20. Whoa. And, uh, oh, out of 35 games, could they do 20 and wow. 15, 20 I, and 15? I had, I originally had 20, 10 and five and I switched it. Yeah. So I, I, I say they're going to go, I say 20, they're going to go in five. I wow. say they're going to go 18. They're going to go 18. They're going to get a couple of loser points in there. Uh, and they're well, then that go, would be 18, 15 and two. There you go. I like that actually. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I think they're going to, I think now that the pressure's off and, and they reached rock bottom, they're going to play looser. Mm -hmm. They're going to play better in Jacques' system. I think Corpusalo is going to give better goaltending because the pressure is now off him. And it's amazing when you don't have that pressure, how loose you can play. So Yeah, I, but I they still got to play some tough teams. They I do. know, those but... teams need playoff spots. I know, but when, when you really have to win, it's different versus... And we've seen this year after year in Ottawa. They play much better after Christmas mm -hmm. because you just... And that's the secret. Ottawa has to learn how to play like this when the season starts it's almost Bob. It's, it's almost, if you can learn to not care, but care, yeah, you'll play yeah, much yeah, better. Yeah. yeah. It's so as true. crazy, as crazy no. as that sounds, you'll play much better. And I wish I would have figured it out earlier because you just, when you get that chance, you usually score if you're not thinking about it. Um, yep. now too, I, I like, I like their system better. I like how they're defending better. Um, but at the end of the day, 
they're as good as their goalies are going to. Corpusello has to play like he is right now, and I think now that the heat's off, I think he's going to play better. So just so you guys know, in the last uh, six seasons, uh, and I included the shortened ones, the last 35 games, they've never won more than 18, and typically – they're below 17. So 18, 12, 5, 15, 17, 3, 17, yeah. 14, 4. So I don't care. There you go. I, there you go. There you go. <laughs> right around there. Right around there is how they always play. I have, I'm at uh, 17, 15, and 3. I just don't know that they're going to make the big jump that we want them to. One point above 500, that gets them, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 So I, I just think they're going to hover around 500. They, listen, the other team's got to play too, right? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Okay. Sure. Now we're moving on to lock of the day. And uh, no Jake Sanderson will be tough, obviously, as they play Toronto. Toronto's already played two games. Mm-hmm. Ottawa hasn't. I don't think this is. But but the Sens have won three straight games in Toronto. Yeah. And and it's, honestly, I just yeah. I just went out and said I'm, I've, I've had enough of beating these guys down and betting against them. So for that <laughs> sake, I'll take Toronto. Oh, wow. <laughs> came right what? here ready good for you yeah this is one of those this is, what did i say uh yeah this is this is this is coming from the five they're gonna get a point out of it though it that first game back is hard man and if teams have already played a couple games and are back into yeah. it it's a major yeah. disadvantage plus matthews is scoring at a right like yeah. toronto's yeah. not playing great hockey i will admit mm-hmm. that but i just think for them to be already in the groove back and they're and still look a at pretty their- good hockey team I look at their were. PP the last couple games and look where oh. Ottawa's PK is. Yeah. 75% their power play right now in yeah. the last three games. Yeah. I so. just, I would, I, I would never bet on the team playing their first game back after an extended layoff, no matter how much I thought I, I if, if Ottawa had played two games and they were going to play Colorado, who had just had 10 days off, I'd take Ottawa all day. I, you just, yeah. ha- that it's so important. Yeah. I just, uh, you know what, I, was, I I'm still amazed. Like I watched that All Star game. How and I, I know Ottawa fans don't want to hear this. How skilled Austin <laughs> Matthews is for a big man. Yeah, like his stick skills are crazy. Yeah. And uh, Ottawa's coming in hasn't played rusty. It's probably not going to be that physical. I think he's going to have himself a, a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So That's you're taking them. I'm taking Toronto. Toronto. I, no, he's not. I'm taking Toronto. Um, and Toronto's great in the regular season. That's what that's what they do. Like they are great in the regular season. Yep. What do you think? Toronto? Is that what you said? Taking Toronto. I'm taking Ottawa. Uh sorry. Yeah, I'm taking Toronto to win this one. <laughs> sorry. I wrote Toronto. down, I'm just trying to keep track of this stuff so you guys don't change on me. Uh yeah, I got so I have it back. If it makes you feel any better, I have to turn in. I tune in most games not knowing who I took. So (laughs) (laughs) I always have to go back to the sheet going, what did they say again? Uh, I do do think Ottawa, though, after they get this game out of the way, I think think they're going to get on a little bit of a roll. I do too. So uh, can you put the calendar back up quickly for what are we in? February? February. They've got, they do have Columbus, Anaheim, Chicago as their next three games. That's yep. a tasty schedule right there. Three, yep. three. They they could roll off three wins right there. Yep. But then they do Tampa, Florida, Dallas, Vegas. Like that's that's none of those teams game. are any good. 
That's why we're going above 500. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's seven and oh out of the break here or eight. No for Bob. Oh, uh, it's seven and one. Cause I'm taking Toronto tonight. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. Uh, finally, before we go, I just want, we've seen a lot of vacation picks uh, from the Sens, and they've all been all of course down South or whatever. I think this perhaps by Parker Kelly is the best vacation photo we have seen out of all of them. Down what into the that? Dominican. That's awesome. Co- covered in monkeys. Good for him. Wow. Full, <laughs> I love it. Full pride. Yeah. Full marks. Uh, I'm hoping they all had a good time because it's it's going to be a grind here and I'm hoping it all works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice pick. Nice pick. Don't those monkeys like poop everywhere, crap everywhere? Isn't it? I, I don't know, Yorkie. I'm not a monkey specialist. <laughs> I couldn't They're tell aggressive. You. They're aggressive. So do you remember Maggie the monkey from TSN? They used to, she used to mm-hmm. pick the playoff series. Yep. So I, uh, a long time ago, I was allowed to meet Maggie the monkey at the Bowmanville Zoo in a private setting with my family. And I had had a banana in my backpack to just for the kids or something. Within like three seconds, she was in the backpack and had it out. That's awesome. She's so uh, I love Maggie the monkey anyway. And she did pee everywhere. So I will say that, Yorkie. It's fair. Yeah, uh, all right. Monday, we are in parts all over the place, but we will be back for a show as Yorkie heads to south and i have to be in jersey i'll be here holding the fort down in nashville nobody wants, to, nobody wants to be in jersey <laughs> <laughs> no not a chance have a good weekend everybody hey, everybody do. thanks to sean mcgeckham for tuning in uh, and all of you i appreciate it well take care everybody thanks for tuning in to coming in hot If you enjoyed the show, hit that like button and be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.